Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sunday Brunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Danielle Taylor. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for episode two of Sunday Brunch. And so today I wanted to talk to you guys about a topic that I wasn't really sure I wanted to talk about because I'm slightly embarrassed by the fact that I have to talk about this. So I wanted to kind of talk to you guys quickly about how my 2020 is going so far. And if I'm being completely honest, like it's not going great. And it's been tough for me because I had such high expectations for 2020 and Yesterday, I kind of just sat down and I just wrote out a bunch of stuff that was going on with me in 2020 so far. It's only been a couple weeks in, and I'm just not reaching um, the goals that I wanted to set up for myself, and my expectations were not being met, and I was just very disappointed on how I've been um, acting over these last couple weeks, and I really needed to focus on getting back on track. So I literally have my notebook here with five full pages of notes here on just kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about. And so the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is how it has not been a great year for me so far. I don't feel like I'm okay, but I know that I will be. And something that has kind of brought me into the world of um, being online and all of that good stuff is the fact that I really wanted to share like my mental health journey with people and help people out in that aspect of their life. And so for me, I do have anxiety and depression and it is something that I have dealt with um, for, God, I want to say like five, six years now that um, I have been diagnosed with it. And recently it has just been really taking over my life and it's been really hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. I've been so unmotivated and I've been feeling super insecure in myself and kind of what I've been doing with my life. And I know that was something I talked to you guys a little bit about last episode was kind of some of the goals that I had set for myself. And so I'm actually going to go take a look back at some of them because I know that something that I talk about talked about was that I wanted to set a goal that was going to get me out of bed every morning. And I have been feeling so depressed and so unmotivated that I haven't even been putting in that little bit of time to set some goals for myself the next day and figure out something that was going to make me feel motivated. And that has caused a lot of problems now because I don't want to get up in the morning. I'm feeling super depressed. I don't feel the need to get out of bed. Um, And it's just been really tough for me. I just feel like there's this huge weight that I've been carrying around and it's exhausting. And I just feel like mentally I have not been okay these last couple weeks. And it's been tough for me because there's not just like a single thing that I can like pinpoint and say that, hey, like this is why I'm not feeling great and I'm going to change that. And so it's been really hard for me, but I think that uh, later on in the episode, I will talk to you guys a little bit about some of the things that I'm going to be doing to try and um, change this up and my mindset and try and get myself back to normal. And But yeah, so that was kind of the first thing that I want to talk to you guys about is that in 2020, I had these this huge expectation for myself and all these goals that I'd set and I just was not hitting them and it was just way too much for me to handle and I completely shut down. So the second thing that I kind of want to talk about was just like that I have been feeling so overwhelmed and 
when I feel very overwhelmed and I feel that things aren't in order, I shut down mentally and then I physically start to shut down as well. So then I start to get tired and overexhausted and I feel like I'm doing too much and it just becomes so overwhelming for me and I just don't know how to handle it sometimes. And so the problem was is that I tried to plan way too much for myself in a short period of time. And what I did basically was I said, like, Danielle, like, I want you to do this, this, and this before school starts. And then once school starts, you're going to do this, this, and this. And this is what your week's going to look like and all this stuff. And I just didn't really think it through and kind of pick out a realistic goal for myself. I definitely overwhelmed myself with goals that I set for myself. And planned way too much into my schedule and didn't give myself enough me time and I'm someone who I need that time to just relax so that I can get energized for the next thing that I want to tackle and so if any of you guys are feeling like you're being overwhelmed or you put way too much on yourself like you need to just be okay with the fact that like you're just going to take some things off your plate and that comes with prioritizing and I'll talk about this a little bit later in the episode too but You need to prioritize the things that are important to you and the things that aren't important to you. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, those bottom things on your list, just throw them right out. Like, don't worry about them because they're clearly not super important for you. And I do think it's important to take care of yourself first and the things that are important to you, the things that are going to get you out of bed in the morning and make you feel motivated because that's what life's all about is doing the things that are going to make you happy and that you have high priority over. So with the overwhelming feeling, I did feel super disorganized as well. And it left me feeling like I had no time to get anything done or get myself back in order. And I just felt like my to-do list kept piling up, but because I wasn't scheduling time or being organized, those things that piled up just became overwhelming and I shut down because I didn't feel like I had time to do it because I wasn't separating my time and managing my time well. And this is something that for me with lots of anxiety, I need to be organized. I need to have a set schedule. I need to be in a routine in order to feel my best. And I know this about myself. I've known this about myself for a while now. And I, for whatever reason, just decided that I was not going to schedule my time well. And I was just going to put it on the back burner. And that's something that I should not be doing just because for me, being organized just organizes my head and my mind and my thoughts and my emotions and that just makes me feel my best and that's when I'm going to be the most successful. So if you're like me and you feel like you are so overwhelmed or disorganized, honestly block out like a few hours of your day to just really organize your life and your weeks and your days, what they're going to look like, prioritize everything And just give yourself like a clean, fresh start. Because this is so, so important for your mental health that you feel like you have your life in order. Because when you feel like you have your life in order, that's when you feel like you can tackle those difficult tasks and you can feel accomplished. But when you don't have this organization, you feel like you aren't capable of life basically because you feel like you can't get your schoolwork done and you don't have time to hang out with your friends or all this other stuff that you want to get done when in reality you do but all you're seeing is a list of things that you need to do and you're not seeing the time that you have to do them 
And I think it's really important that for myself particularly that I just really focus on getting myself organized and just putting aside the time that I'm going to need to organize my planner and my calendar and write out my goals for the month and the weeks and all that stuff. So that is the third thing that I really need to focus on and really need to change because it has been causing me so much anxiety and has ultimately been leading to depression and just low energy. And that's something that is not going to allow me to be my best self. So that is something that I feel like I really need to grasp onto and just really focus on. So with all of that, it is probably no surprise that my anxiety has been through the freaking roof. And I don't really know exactly when it started. And I don't remember exactly why it started. Like it just felt like there are so many things happening at once. Like I had new courses, hockey was coming back into my life. Um, I was preparing for life in general and just like different expectations that I had. And I was just looking too far into the future, I think as well for certain parts of my life. Like I was overwhelming myself with looking at apartments and feeling like I needed to start touring apartments and contacting landlords for a place that I'm going to be living in in four months. And the thing is, is I'm not going to find any places right now that are going to be available in four months. So why am I stressing out about it? And it was something that I really needed to look at and be like, wow, okay, this is something that's stressing me out. It doesn't need to be stressing me out. And I can literally think about this in a few months. Like I don't need to be thinking about it right now. And that's what's challenging too with anxiety sometimes is it's hard to differentiate between what's real and what needs to take priority and what doesn't and what is just feeding into your illness. And that's kind of how mine works. And it's really frustrating because I don't always know how to deal with it or what's going on or how to stop it. And it just gets so overwhelming. And like going back to that overwhelming piece is my anxiety is just like, there's so much going on in my head. Like there's so many thoughts and so many different emotions and it just causes me to just want to shut down because I don't want my mind to be going anymore. And I think that's why people don't realize like people with anxiety, like when they like want to just like lock themselves in a room and like go to sleep, it's because they're trying to escape their mind because their mind is so freaking exhausting. And it's not that they're trying to be lazy or they're not trying to be antisocial. It's that they literally just want to escape their goddamn mind. And that's how I feel. And it's so frustrating because there are times where I'm like, I just want to hang out with my friends. I want to hang out with the girls. I want to watch Bachelor, all this stuff. But I physically can't because my mind is driving me up the freaking wall. And I don't want to snap or get mad at a friend because they're trying to help me or something. And I'm just like so in my head that I just get overwhelmed and I feel like I'm claustrophobic with my own freaking thoughts. Like it's just, it's tough. And I'm just so done with having to deal with this. And I know I'm going to have to deal with this like for my entire damn life. And I just don't want to do it anymore, but I do. And it's tough, but it's something that has been very much present over 2020 and over these past couple of weeks. It's just been so out of control. And 
I need to get it under control because when my anxiety is under control, my depression's not as bad and I'm a better person and I'm a better version of myself. And that is something that I forget is something that affects other people as well. Like if I'm grumpy and depressed, it's going to affect my friends and my boyfriend and my family and my teammates. And that's not fair to them. And yes, there's going to be times where I just need a day or two, but once it's hit like a couple weeks, it's like, you know what, get your damn shit together. And if you need to ask for help, then ask for freaking help. So (laughs) I was struggling and I feel like I'm slowly starting to come out of it now that I've just been like doing a lot of writing, really getting my thoughts down on paper, figuring out where I kind of went wrong and how I can get myself back on track. Because that's the biggest thing is realizing where you went wrong, when it started, and doing whatever you can to take those steps to get back on track. Because obviously, when you're in a downhill spiral, you don't want to stay in that because it's not fun. Nobody has a good time when they're on their way to rock the damn bottom. So let's not hit that and figure out our shit so that we can get going here. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, so whoops. But so that was like kind of my anxiety piece. I am super passionate about mental health and I love helping other people. So if you guys do have any questions about anxiety, depression, or things that I've gone through, or you're dealing with something and you need help, like absolutely message me um, with any questions or anything like that. Or if there's something you want me to talk about in a podcast, like let me know and I will definitely help you out. So with all that being said, I have not felt inspired for a while. And I mean, it's basically how life goes. If you're going to sit in bed and stare at a wall, you're not going to be inspired. And that's basically where my headspace is at. Like, I just wanted to lay in bed, stare at a wall, and just be free of all my thoughts. And that is not going to leave me any room for inspiration. And So it's tough because I would try and look on Instagram or Visco or like watch other YouTube videos and listen to podcasts and try and find some inspiration, but I'm not finding inspiration in anything. And that's when I realized, I was like, maybe I need to start looking for inspiration within myself. Like, what is it with me that I feel like I can inspire others with or inspire myself with and that's when you just got to think back to some of the harder times that I've gone through and that I've gotten through and came out on top and the battles that I've won and sometimes like when we are in like a downhill spiral or we're not feeling inspired like we forget some of the battles that we've already won and we forget how strong we are and some of the things that we've gone through as humans and I think it's really important that we stop and think about some of the things that we have tackled over the last few months. And you think about those things and it's like, wow, like I'm going to use that as inspiration. Like I was down in the dumps, but look at where I was a few weeks later, I was feeling great. So why can't I do that again? And that's part of life. Like life is a part of of cycles and we are going to have those low moments and we're going to have those super super high moments and life's going to be great and all this stuff and then something's going to happen and we're going to go back down again 
And that's when you have to look and be like, you know what? I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to keep the cycle going. And I'm going to come out on top. So that was something that I wrote down. And I was just like, why am I not inspired? Like, I, throughout December, I was so inspired. It was like things were just popping at me all day long. Like, I'd see something on Instagram. I'm like, yes, like, that's what I want to see or all this stuff, but like someone would say something to me and I was just like so intrigued and so inspired by like all these different things. And so I'm like, why am I not being inspired anymore? And it's like, well, Danielle, your mindset is not great right now. So when you're seeing stuff, you're not going to feel inspired. And when you hear things and all that stuff, like when you're feeling like this, you're going to have to find the inspiration within yourself. And that was something I kind of realized when I was doing some writing and sometimes the first place that you should look is at yourself and can I find inspiration with my own story or my own life that's going to get me out of this and that's what I did and I just started kind of listing off some of the things that I've kind of dealt with over the last few months and they didn't need to be big things but even if it was like the smallest thing like it's something that I had gone through that was maybe not the most positive and it led me into a better direction so I think it's really important look inside yourself before you start looking everywhere else because you might already have the answer and don't waste your time looking at everyone else to give you the answer because you might be the only one who can help you get yourself out of it. So my expectations for 2020 were through the roof and I just expected that I was going to be inspired, that I was going to be organized, that I wasn't going to have anxiety, that life was going to be great and I wasn't going to have to do anything to accomplish that. And I don't know why I thought that, why I thought that I could just think of all these awesome things and plan all these things and throw a ton at myself and that I was going to be okay with like zero preparation. And I just expected so much out of myself in the first like couple weeks that I completely burnt myself out. Like I was so burnt out after two weeks. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to lay in bed. Like I'm exhausted. Like I tried to do way too much and now I need like another vacation. And that's not really how life works. You don't just get to have another vacation every two weeks. So I was trying to figure out how I could restart my 2020 and how I could just give myself a chance to get back into like this positive mindset and wanting to reach all my goals without overdoing it for a second time and so I came up with this idea that I was like I'm going to have a fresh start at 2020 like I'm going to start my new year now I'm going to pretend that those two weeks didn't happen I'm gonna learn from them but we're just gonna put them in the past and we're not gonna dwell on it anymore and I think that's kind of something that we should all think about sometimes is when we start a goal and it's not going well for us then stop and think about why it's not going well why you're overwhelmed or why it's not working and decide that you're going to start over and you're going to restart that goal and you're going to give yourself a fresh start because there's nothing wrong with that as long as you try to learn from your first attempt and you're not always going to get something right the first time and 
actually very rarely are you ever going to get something right like the very first time and that was something that I kind of put too much pressure on myself was that I just wanted everything to be so perfect right away and that I wasn't going to fail and that I wasn't going to mess up and everything was going to go so smoothly I was going to have this success and that's just not how life works and I'm sure anybody who is successful could have told me that and it's just frustrating that I just expected so much out of myself without even thinking like, Danielle, are you putting too much on yourself? And it wasn't even like a thought that crossed my mind. And so I'm a little bit disappointed in myself for not kind of approaching this year as a way to build. It was like, instead of like a building year, I was like, I want to be successful now. And it's like, Danielle, you are trying a bunch of new things in 2020. You are not going to be super successful right away. And so I think for me, like, I wanted to look at 2020 as a year full of success. And I think I needed to look at it as a way of building myself and creating myself. Because I don't know what success is going to look like. I don't know where this podcast and where being with Arbonne and YouTube and all these things are going to take me. So how can I measure what success is? Like, I don't even know how some of this stuff even works yet. Like I just got my podcast on iTunes like a week after I posted it. So like, it's tough because I was so set on success and I didn't even know what success I was chasing. So I'm changing my mindset and I'm giving myself a fresh start. And instead of focusing on success, I'm focusing on building myself and building a career and just creating content and creating all these new ideas and things I can talk about and share and hopefully help others with. And success will come and success might not come in 2020. And I need to be okay with that because this is a year of trial and error for me. And that is something that I did not consider when I first started making my goals and setting up plans. Like I thought that I was going to try this stuff and I was just going to be good at it right off the bat. And that's not how life works. And I'm really proud of myself now that I realized where I kind of went wrong in my mindset and how just changing the language of my goals and my mindset, it's going to change hopefully the outcome of being overwhelmed and all this stuff because if I'm not perfect and I'm not getting a video out every few days or every week, like it's going to be okay because I'm trying something new. And Eventually, I would love to get to the point where I get to be so consistent with my content and have all these great video ideas and everything looks super aesthetic and super pleasing to the eye. And it's like, but right now I'm just trying something new. And so I shouldn't have such high expectations right off the bat. And so that's something that I am changing for 2020. I'm giving myself a fresh start. I'm starting my year over. I'm going to re-go through all my goals and like maybe I'll make a video on that kind of like how I'm going to re-change my goals. That would actually be a cool video I think now that I'm thinking about it. I might do that and I'm just going to start over because I can and I have the ability to do that. So I'm super proud of myself for coming up with 
this idea of a fresh start. I mean, I didn't come up with the idea, but allowing myself to take on this fresh start and not feel insecure about the fact that I have to start over and that I have to try again and that I'm just going to do it. And I am hoping that the outcome of this second try and this second mindset that I have now will hopefully be better than the first time that I kind of set out all my goals and all that stuff. So for the second half of the podcast, I kind of wanted to just talk to you guys about how I'm going to bounce back from this and how these two weeks that have been just so horrible and I have not been okay, how I'm going to take that, spin it, and create a positive and learn from that experience. So the first thing that I need to do is something that I talked about earlier in the podcast, and that's just setting aside time for me to get organized. I need to put aside a few hours where I can just sit down, organize my calendar, my agenda, all my schoolwork, any appointments I have coming up, goals that I have, and setting aside time for the creative side of me, so like time to record podcasts and make videos and do all that stuff, and then also time to work on my Arbon business and just making sure that I'm giving everything enough time that I can be successful in that task, but also not completely overdraining myself and filling my day entirely to the point that I have no time to breathe, which is what I was doing. So that is something that I need to do right away because I feel best when I'm organized with to-do lists and calendars. And that is something that I need to get into the routine of is starting to make to-do lists. And I don't know why I never even used this before, but I started making like lists um, on my computer on like with the stickies app and just for my classes. Like when I was in class, my prof would like remind us like, hey, like don't forget about this reading and I could just make a to-do list. I have a separate one for each course and then that way it's visible for me every time I open up my laptop. And when I go home and I can make a to-do list if I want to do that night or the next day or whatever, I have those there already. So I don't even need to go look for them. I just know exactly where to find them. And it's super easy for me to add them into my to-do list. And that's another thing that I think is really important is that when you remember something that you have to do, write it down right away, whether that's like on a sticky note, on your laptop, on your phone, write it down so that you don't forget. Because I know for me, sometimes when I'm writing a to-do list, I forget about some of the things that I thought about earlier on in the day. And those things kind of get left behind, especially if there's something that is important, but like I don't necessarily want to do. So it's super helpful for me that if I think of something that I need to do that I write it down right away so I think that's a great tip for anyone who loves making to-do lists or is wanting to start creating to-do lists so a great place for the fresh start that I'm giving myself is today and the reason I say today is because I don't want to be the type of person that says oh I'll just do it tomorrow and That is part of my to-do list kind of category just because I want to make sure that when I'm making to-do lists that I'm making it so that I can start it that day. I don't want to make a to-do list where I'm pushing things off and like pushing things to the next day. So that was kind of the example that I wanted to give for these to-do lists is I want to start getting organized so I'm going to do it today because 
I can't push it off till tomorrow because if I push it off tomorrow till tomorrow, I could end up pushing it off another day because I already gave myself the okay that I'm allowed to push things off. And that is something that is going <laughs> to have you going on that spiral of feeling unorganized and overwhelmed. So make sure that when you're making a to-do list, you're not overdoing it because you don't want to start pushing things off to the next day. So if there's something that I know that I'm not going to be able to do that day, I don't even write it down because if I write it down and push it off, then I can, I'm giving myself the green light to push it off again. And that's something we just don't want. So that was something that I just wanted to share as like a tip is make sure that you are making your to-do list achievable and something you're going to be able to feel accomplished and you're not looking at it at the end of the day, seeing a bunch of items that you weren't able to do because that's not going to make you feel good about yourself and it's not going to make you feel accomplished. So make sure you're making small goals that you're going to be able to achieve every day and those small goals are going to help you reach the bigger goals. So I want to kind of hit on a point that doesn't really seem relevant, probably just because of some of the things that I talked about on what went wrong, but something that I do feel like is going to help my mood and help me have energy is taking my vitamins again more consistently because it is something that my body needs in order to function. So I am very low on iron. I know a lot of other females are very low on iron and do have to take an iron supplement. And it is something that my body needs to function. And it is something that gives me energy. And I don't know why I just stopped taking them all of a sudden. Like I got out of the habit of taking my vitamins every night. And it's something that I think helps me be the best version of myself because it does give me those things that I need for my body to function and perform at its fullest. And so for me, like iron and vitamin C and vitamin D are so important and I need to be taking these more consistently because they make my body feel good. And when my body feels good, it helps my mind feel better. And that's when I start to feel more alert and then I can concentrate and I can focus on all the different things that I'm trying to focus on throughout the day. And I know it kind of seems irrelevant, but I do think taking vitamins can be a huge, huge positive part of your life if you do them consistently and you take them consistently and you do your research on like the different vitamins that you should be taking for your body or even going to get blood work done to see which vitamins and minerals that you might be a little bit deficient in. And so I do think that it has been contributing negatively to my mood and my mental health by me not taking them. And I have noticed a difference because when looking at my timeline of kind of where I started kind of feeling a little bit lower is when I stopped taking my vitamins on a daily basis. And I think that it is really important that when you are taking your vitamins, you are taking them consistently because your body isn't going to just magically produce a vitamin one day. So make sure that you are taking them consistently. And I like to take them at the same time every day. So I do like to take them at night. And that is something that I haven't been doing. And I really, really need to get back to. So 
I might do a video kind of on the vitamins that I take and why I take them. Um, or I might just do like a small blurb in a podcast where it's just like a part of the podcast that I'm talking about. I obviously wouldn't do like a full podcast about vitamins. Like that would be very hard for me to talk about for 40 minutes. But um, I might do a video or like part of like a video um, on why I take the vitamins that I do and how I think they make me feel better. So that was just something that I felt I needed to start doing again because I stopped and when I stopped I started noticing the pattern of being a little bit more anxious and tired and exhausted and not feeling my best so nobody wants that and everybody wants to be feeling like their best self so I think it's really important for me to get back on track with that and a great way to do that is setting a reminder on your phone um and that way at night before you go to bed like you get a reminder being like take your vitamins because it's important and that's just a great way to start getting back in the habit again one thing that I had talked about earlier in the podcast is prioritizing and figuring out some of the things that were really important to me and that I really wanted um, as part of like my daily routine or wanted to be in my life. And there were some things that weren't necessarily something that was important to me or making me happy that I could totally just throw out the window. And I think this is important, especially when you're making those to-do lists that I was talking about, because you want to make sure that when you're prioritizing things, you want to prioritize the things that are really important that need to get done, that have deadlines. And you also want to prioritize the things that are going to make you happy and that are going to make you excited and inspired and like want to get out of bed in the morning. And that's something that's really important for me because with depression, I do find it very hard that if I don't have a purpose, I don't want to get out of bed. And for me, prioritizing my to-do list and even adding on my to-do list, like wake up at this time to make my coffee or do something that makes me happy or that makes me want to get out of bed, like putting it on the to-do list just like lets me see that like that's something that I'm excited about and something that I am going to be looking forward to. And that way I'm more likely to get out of bed and more likely to be on time for whatever activities that I have for that day. And for me, prioritizing can allow me to really see what's like very important in my life and some of the things that maybe aren't important and that are just taking up my time and energy. And we don't want to be wasting our time and energy. Like we only get one life. And I think it's so important that in our life, like we are doing things that are going to fulfill our soul because nobody wants to be sitting there when they're 60 plus years old, regretting that they didn't do some of the things that they really wanted to. And that they wasted their time on things that didn't make them happy or made them super stressed out. And for me, I just, I really want to emphasize on prioritizing because I don't think enough people do it. I didn't do it for the longest time. It took me a really, really long time to start prioritizing my life and start putting the things that made me happy first and putting myself first too above all things and it's just a great way to check in with yourself and your life and see what your plan is and what your goals are for the future so I think that one is something that 
I think everyone could benefit from um, regardless of like how good you are at like planning your days and all that good stuff and like your time management. So I do highly recommend creating a priority list and the things that are going to be most important to you this year, the things that aren't important to you and the things that are going to make you really, really happy. The last thing that I wrote down in my book yesterday was putting together a morning and night routine to keep myself consistent and taking care of my health and wellness. I'm not totally sure why I get away from this because when I do have a really great morning and night routine, I am feeling like I'm on top of the world and it makes me feel so good about myself. I feel so accomplished and I'm not sure why I stop doing this because it makes me feel so good but sometimes I feel overwhelmed or I feel rushed and I don't put aside that time to have a good morning routine and a good night routine and I know it can be tough especially when you have like a morning class or you get to bed late but when you have like a morning routine and it's consistent you're setting your days up for success every single day because you're showing your body that you're getting ready to tackle that day. So when you wake up and you just brush your teeth quick and you run out the door, you're showing yourself that you're gonna be chaotic and that you're gonna be rushed and overwhelmed all day long. But if you wake up at a time where you give yourself time to get ready in the morning and make your bed and make sure everything's clean and put away, that you have a lunch made and you can make coffee at home or enjoy your coffee in the morning, it's going to give you this calmness and a sense of like control over your life. And when you're going into a day where you have to work a full day or your classes or whatever your day consists of, you want to be going in with the best possible mindset and rushing and rolling out of bed is not going to be the best mindset for you to be successful. So sit down with yourself and honestly like write out a morning routine like write out your ideal morning routine and if you're someone that likes to get dressed up for school or work and you like to put on makeup and hair like make sure that you're giving yourself that time to get that done in the morning and that's something that I have definitely overlooked the past few years and I'm definitely going to start getting back into and that is making sure that when I'm going to school or work or whatever that I put in the time to make myself look good and that does not always mean that I need to put like makeup on or like do my hair but like to do a full like morning routine of like washing my face and moisturizer and all that good stuff I'm then putting myself in this mindset that I can tackle the day and it's just that routine is just going to show your body and it's just going to kind of like alert you like okay like I'm ready to go now and it's just such a positive way to start your morning and start your day and there are going to be times where you snooze your alarm too many times or you sleep in or whatever but I do think for the most part if you could try and have a morning routine I think it's going to be really really helpful for you and then so on the opposite side of that we have like our night routine and People have told me this for years, that having a night routine is going to show your body like when it's time for bed. So if every night you wash your face and do your whole night routine and you have like a certain like night serum that you put on or 
all these different things that you do right before bed, it's going to show your body like, okay, it's time to go bed. And I think the best part about this too is we all know that blue light is going to keep you awake. So if you have a night routine that's going to take you 30 minutes, that's 30 minutes before bed that you're not on your phone and you're not like looking at a screen. So that 30 minutes is going to help you wind down and it's going to help your brain relax and it's going to help you be able to fall asleep quicker and have a good restful night's sleep. So a night routine I think is also just important as a morning routine as it's going to set you up for the best possible sleep so that you can wake up feeling rested. And I'm someone who struggles a lot when it comes to falling asleep and sleeping through the entire night, getting a full sleep and feeling rested when I wake up in the morning. And people have been telling me for so long, like start a night routine, it will help. And I just kind of kept brushing it off because I didn't want to take the time to sit down and plan out a great night routine that was going to make me feel good and wind myself down. And I found that when I did do that, I was sleeping a lot better and I did kind of get out of that with the holidays and getting back into school and everything and I have been struggling with putting together a good night routine and getting to bed at a decent hour and all of that stuff and I've been super overwhelmed so my mind has just been going at night but I do think that when I start to implement my night routine again that I will start seeing better results when it comes to my sleep habits and how I'm feeling the next morning so That is something that I think is so crucial for setting yourself up for success the next day or like day of if it is your morning routine. So take the time out of your day right now to sit down and plan out a really good morning routine and night routine that you're happy with and that you feel is going to give you the best success for your day and is going to make you feel really good about yourself. So that was kind of all the things that I wanted to talk about in this episode. And I was really nervous to kind of write this all out and talk to you guys about the fact that I literally feel like I failed this month already and this year and this decade and that I was scared that I was going to have to give myself a fresh start and a do-over. But I'm feeling really confident and really good after writing out all the things that went wrong and kind of the things that I overwhelmed myself with and how I'm going to change that for the second time around here. So I hope none of you guys have felt this over the last two weeks. But if you did feel like you didn't get off to a great start in 2020 and you wanted a fresh start, I hope this inspired you a little bit to want to get your life back under control and feel inspired again and feel like you have your life in order and that you're going to be able to tackle your goals and just really live your best life because that's what I'm here for and that's what I'm really hoping to accomplish for all my viewers is just giving you guys the tools to live your best life. I'm hoping to live my best life and become the best version of me. So I just want to take you guys on this journey with me so that you guys can also feel that way. And with that, I will end the episode. So I'll have all my information in the description for this video. So I'll have both my Instagram handles. I'll have my Arbon link. I'll have my YouTube channel as well. Please make sure that you are checking all my social media platforms for all the updates on me and everything that I'm putting out there over the next however long I'm going to be doing this for. So I was really excited to talk to you guys today. I was a little nervous, but I'm 
thinking it went pretty good, and I will talk to you guys next Sunday. Bye.